Alright, this is episode one of the Jonathan Project. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day and giving ear. I'm going to talk about some truth matters. uh, And we'll talk about the truth that matters. And that truth that matters here is biblical truth. Romans 3 verse 4 says let God be true yet every man a liar and there are many liars in this world many deceivers who are trying to manipulate people's minds and to pull their minds away from the knowledge of God so this is all about casting down imaginations and every lofty opinion that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, tearing it down from where it is and bringing it into reality. Because fantasy, let me tell you my friends, fantasy has plagued the mind of the American Christian I'll say that again. Fantasy has plagued the mind of the American Christian and the American in general, but so much of American Christianity that I have seen in my few years on this earth has been about tailoring itself to be in line with the way that culture is. And I just want to tear some of that stuff down down and we're going to go after it. We're going to go after some of these big false gods that have exalted themselves in the minds of the American Christian. Oh, NASA, how you must fall. Oh, where to begin? Well, the Bible describes creation as this wonderful thing. It's amazing. It's so clear in the Bible. There's not really many other ways of interpreting creation other than what it says. It's it's very clear. It's the word of God. It's tried like a like silver's tried in a furnace of earth seven times. It's purified. The words of the Lord are pure. So we're going to start in verse 6 on the second day. The first day is light and and day and night and the second day starting in verse 6 and God said let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament and it was so and God called the firmament heaven And the evening and the morning were the second day. So here we've got this firmament. God makes the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. Okay, so we've got waters. When we look up and we see a blue sky, we know that those are the waters above the firmament. When it's at nighttime and it's dark, the stars are illuminated. The waters are not illuminated 
in their clear form. Just like when you look out on the ocean in the nighttime, you're not gonna see blue waters, you're gonna see dark waters. It's gonna be dark and you're gonna see the reflection, the perfect reflection if it's still waters, it's gonna be like a mirror or a glass and it's gonna show you, it's gonna show you the way that it really is. This creation is really flat. It's super flat. Let's go to Isaiah 40, 22. Just dropping that bomb and we're going to keep moving on. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 22. It's before Jeremiah. I knew that. I went a little bit too far. Okay. Isaiah 40, 22. It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. So he's sitting on a circle of the earth. So it's a circle, it's a disc. There was an eyewitness account from 1933 in Popular Science magazine of a man named Pasquale. And that guy went up 10 miles above the surface of the earth. And his eyewitness account, he said that it appeared as a flat disc with upturned edges. Wow. Wow, so we just read, it is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth. But you might say, Travis, Jonathan, is it not that his language was limited? Perhaps Isaiah did not know how to say ball. Well, to that I would say, let's go to Isaiah 22, verse 18. He will surely, surely violently turn and toss thee like a ball into a large country. So Isaiah does know the word for ball and he chooses not to use it when describing creation. These guys had heavenly visions, okay? These guys are the prophets. God entrusted his word unto the prophets. And they're not lying. They can't be lying. God doesn't lie. This is Holy Spirit-inspired Word of God, infallible Scripture. Let's move on. Job chapter 38, verses 13 and 14. This is God speaking, answering Job out of the whirlwind. And he says, "...that it might take hold of the ends of the earth." And he's talking about the morning or the day spring. That it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it. It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. Wow. The ends of the earth as clay, turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. So if I mean, we don't do this very much anymore in our culture and we don't really take time to write letters and seal them with clay seals like back in the day, but some still do. And I know a man who wears his seal on his ring and if he were to take a little bit of clay, hot clay, 
and put it over the edges of an envelope in order to seal it and we're to press that seal into the clay. The clay would be a circle and the seal would leave some sort of inscription in the middle. The features would stand out, but the edges of that clay would be risen. And that's how the earth is described. The circle of the earth with ends that stand as a garment turned as clay to the seal.